I'm so thankful for you guys uh, tuning in this morning. Um, I know it's been a while since I have been on podcast, so I'm so thankful that I can come on today and do one. So this is going to be very quick and short. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about what I have, uh, what I have, um, experienced in this last couple weeks, um, and what I've discovered, um, in something called the Holy Spirit. Um, I have really become obsessed on what it's like to live a life, a dynamic life of the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, I have been through some, a trial recently, um, where I needed to understand who I truly, who God truly was in my life. And as I became to come out of that, uh, I just kept telling the Lord, like, Lord, I need more of you. I want more of you. Um, I want to walk in your way and your will, you know. And, you know, as I was praying to him, he was like, you want to know what that looks like? I'm like, yes, Lord, I want to know what that looks like. And he said, the Holy Spirit, dive in and find out what a life is living in the Holy Spirit. And so I was like, okay, so... This last week, I began to read some uh, devotionals on a dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit. And um, I began to, if you don't know, you know, I be, actually, I began to read more on Galatians 5 and what the nine gifts of the Spirit are. And if you don't know what those are, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I don't know about you guys, but I long to live in all of these gifts of the Spirit because I have not, in a very long time, I haven't walked in these, these gifts at all. And um, I've, become to, I've gotten to a point to where in my life, I've gotten tired of the way that I live my life. You know, I've seen parts of my life in angerness, anger, sorry, angerness, anger and frustration and sadness and worry. Um, and the reason why I have these issues in my life is because like I said before, I don't know who, I didn't know who God was in my life. And as he began to start showing me who he was in my life, he began to tell me, you know, if you want to live a life fulfilled, learn to live a life in the Holy Spirit. So today, that's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about growing roots in the Holy Spirit. Um, I have recently read a podcast, or I'm sorry, you don't read podcasts. I was listening to a podcast by uh, Melissa Hessler, and if you don't know who she is, her husband and uh, her husband and her her and her husband wrote the song um, "I'm No Longer a Slave to Fear." Or I'm sorry, yeah, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Yeah, they wrote that song. So I was listening to her podcast this morning and she was talking about growing roots in the Holy Spirit. And so I was like, bam, like I'm going to write everything down. And I literally told the Holy Spirit, like I told the Holy Spirit when I started this podcast, I said, wreck me, Holy Spirit, wreck me from the inside out. I want to know everything and anything that I need to do to get to this point. 
I need it. I desire it. I love it. I, I want to become obsessed with knowing what you can do in my life when I allow you to do what you do in my life. And so when I said that, like, I just, I opened up my word. I opened up my, my notebook and everything she just kept saying. I wrote everything down. I literally have, let's see, I have one, two, three. I have two pages front and back full of notes of what she said in this podcast. And I'm just going to read some of this stuff to you guys um, and tidbits and what I got. And then I'm going to elaborate from it. Um, so let's dive into this today. So one of the things that she said that I love, that I absolutely loved, and I posted it on Facebook this morning. It says, true maturity is total and utter dependency on the Holy Spirit. We can just shut that off and go home. That is so profound because how many, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have literally walked my life in the way that I have wanted to walk my life. And I seriously feel like that is why I didn't know who I was in Christ because I was trying to control my life. I was trying to control the things in my life. And when I didn't control the things in my life, what came out? Anger, bitterness, resentment, frustration, sadness, loneliness. I'm literally naming off six things that are in my, that were in my life when I tried to control things. And when she said that, I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, do you depend on me? Do you really depend on me? And I had to sit there and think, well, before I didn't, I didn't really know who you were in my life, Holy Spirit. I didn't. I knew of you. I knew that if I asked for your help, you'd give it to me. But it was more of like a coexisting. Like I'd only call on him when I felt like I needed his help. But that's not what Jesus, that's not who the Holy Spirit is. That's not why Jesus, Jesus left, Jesus gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit so that we could walk a fulfilled life in him. And so when he asked me that question, I was like, well, no, I didn't depend on you, but I want to now. Lord, I want you now. I want to depend on you fully, Holy Spirit. Because before, I was walking in loneliness. So much loneliness. It got to the point where loneliness turned into fear. And fear turned into anxiety in my life. And... I didn't want to live that way anymore. You know, the Lord freed me from that. He broke the chain of fear and torment over my life. And the Holy Spirit told me, like, when you ask me, when you truly, truly, truly ask me to come into your life, truly ask me to be your friend, I will swallow up your holiness. I'm sorry, I will swallow up your loneliness. So the Holy Spirit swallows up our loneliness. He swallows up our loneliness when we cultivate a true friendship with him. And that's what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, when you develop, when you fully want me in your life, I will swallow all of that stuff up. I will swallow up your fear and your, and your torment and the loneliness. But we have to cultivate a relationship with him. It's not just when we feel like it. When we're like, Lord, give me patience. It's not on our time. Like we literally have to cultivate. It's, a, it's an everyday thing. You have to wake up in the morning 
and talk to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, let's do this. We're going to do this today. We're going to cultivate a relationship together. You are my friend. You are my best friend. You will never leave me. You are always with me. So there you go. There's no room for loneliness because I have the Holy Spirit in my life. So what does that look like in cultivating a true friendship with, with the Holy Spirit? It looks like growing. My life being rooted and grounded on the truth of who, of what Jesus died to give me. When I root and ground myself on the truth of the Holy Spirit, it's a game changer. That's how it will cultivate my friendship with him. I have to understand that Jesus died on that cross to leave us a gift in the Holy Spirit and for us to walk in the gifts of those spirit of that spirit. That's what he died for, for us to live in joy, for us to live in peace, for us to uh, walk in faithfulness and gentleness. It's what he died for. See, Galatians 5 has really been the best for me. It's, to me, it's the way we as Christians should live in total freedom. Freedom. Um, Galatians 5, here are some of the tidbits that I got out from Galatians 5. Galatians 5 says, Jesus called us to a free life. Not a life of freedom when we want it. It's freedom every day of our life. We need to walk in freedom as Christians. That is who he called. He called us to live a free life, to serve each other in love. That's how freedom grows. When we serve each other in love, when we love others as ourselves, we act the act of true freedom. Be, when we are animated and motivated by God's spirit, animated and motivated in God's spirit, we won't see selfishness. If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the laws. So Galatians 5 literally tells us when we live a free life, we will walk in love. We will be animated and motivated in God's Spirit. There's no room for selfishness. When we are led by the Spirit, we're not under that under the laws anymore. We're not under selfishness and anger, bitterness, resentment. We're not under those laws anymore. We have to be led by the Spirit. That, Like I said before, that is why Jesus died, so that we could live by the Spirit. And how do we live by the Spirit? By the Holy Spirit. So what does the law say? The law says, the law is more like the world. So if we were to, to do this in today's mind, today's set, what does the world say? for us to live a fulfilled life. It says we have to be better, do better in our own striving. So like we go back to what I said in the beginning, we have to do everything on our own. We have to control situations uh, it, to live a fulfilled life. But the cross says, receive the Holy Spirit so that he can swallow up your loneliness and bitterness so that you can actually live the life that you sing about. Or for me, it's sing about. That's what I wrote. So that I can actually live a life that I sing about. Um, to you who are listening that aren't on a worship team or aren't a worship leader and you're like a stay-at-home mom, 
the Holy Spirit swallows up our loneliness and bitterness so that we can live the life that we are called to live. When we, I'm going to go off on a bunny trail here. Um, when we begin to, let's see, I'm sorry. When we begin to live a life that we're called to, when we're called to live a life, we were called out of our mother's womb at first, right? Um, he knew us before we were born, before we were formed. One second, guys. So when we, when we were called out of our mother's womb, he formed us, or he knew us before we were formed. He called us, if you're a stay-at-home mom, he calls us to be a mother and a wife. It doesn't mean, I mean, it, that's everybody. You are called to be a father and a husband first. That is your first ministry. And this is the bunny trail that I'm going off of. That is our first ministry. So when we ask the Holy Spirit, when we receive that Holy Spirit, he swallows up everything and anything that's in our lives that is affecting that ministry, affecting ourselves to minister to our husbands and to our kids so that we can live the life that he has called us to live so that we can, you know what I mean? So that for me, it's like my first ministry is my husband and my kids. When I received the Holy Spirit, he swallowed up my loneliness, my fear, my insecurities, because those things were hindering me to minister to my husband, to see change in my kids. So he took that all away so that I could live a life that I sing about. His goodness, his greatness, his faithfulness, all of it. So for me, that's just, that's just tremendous. That's huge because I have literally, that is literally what I have done. I have received the Holy Spirit and I've been going back to thinking, you know, my husband and my kids are my first ministry. I need to focus on that and everything else will come as it pleases. So it's just, it's just really, really good when we realize that the life that we live on our own is just, it's not pleasing to the Lord. I mean, yes, we're saved. You know, we ask the Lord into our life, but we are not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that, that we're not proud of. But it's the moment that we realize we have to recognize it. And we have to say, no, I will not walk that way. Because you, die, you died for me so that I wouldn't have to live this way. So when we, when we live our way, it gives us stinking accumulated garbage. That's what it literally is. Our own way gives us stinking accumulated garbage. We don't ever see change and we're always complaining. Uh, our anger, our bitterness grows, and then we become ugly people. We become, it's garbage. Our life becomes garbage when we allow anger and bitterness to grow, when we, when we walk our own ways. That is, that is what I've, I saw in my life. I saw anger, bitterness, fear, loneliness begin to accumulate garbage in my life. And that was not good. It's not good. It's not pleasing to the Father. It, it ends up killing us spiritually. But 
what happens when we live God's way? This is what happens when we live God's way. He brings gifts into our lives. Affections for others. That means your husband, ladies. You have affection towards him. When you don't want to love him because he is not helping you, you're a stay-at-home mom and you're with the kids all day and then he comes home from work and he just sits on the couch and you're upset and you're just like, oh, you know, he gives you, the Lord gives you gift. When you walk in his way, he gives you the gift of being affectionate to your husband. It, you don't do, you don't do it your way, you do it his way and he gives you the affections for others. The willingness to stick with things. No more unfulfilled promises. You stick to what you've said. You keep your commitments. Will, a willingness to stick with others. Compassion in your heart. That's a big one. Compassion in your heart. You know, when you see someone struggling, it doesn't matter if they got themselves there or not. You still have compassion for them. You're there for them. You're, you're in the trenches with them. You're praying for them. You have compassion for them and loyal commitments. You can be committed, loyal commitment to the local church. If you go attend a church, um, be committed to them. Serve, because that's what Jesus asked us to do, is to, is to serve. You know, these are the gifts that God gives us when we walk in his way. And those are good gifts, because it just, it to me, it's, it's better than having the anger and the bitterness grow in your life because it doesn't, it doesn't work our way. It never works our way, y'all. It doesn't. It won't ever work our way. So let's change it. Let's receive the Holy Spirit and allow him to begin to, to, to prune things in our, or allow the Lord to prune things in our life so that we can walk in God's way. There's, um, there's something that Melissa Hessler said in the podcast that I wrote down that I thought was really, really good. And it goes with walking in the way of the Lord. And it says, and I want you guys to listen. This is really good. It says, view your life as an orchard. When you begin to prune it, you begin to plant beautiful trees of patience, kind, kindness, and love. And they begin to grow in your life. So when you prune, when you begin to prune things in your life, you begin to plant, and then you begin to plant trees of patience, kindness, and love. They begin to grow in your life. Plant those things in your life and in your heart, and you will see them grow. So instead of crying out to God in a really intense moment, what is a real intense moment? Let's be honest. When we're sitting there saying, God, give me patience with this person. Lord, help me walk in love with them. Like, oh my gosh, they're seriously trying my patience right now. That's a really intense moment. So it says, instead of crying out to God in a really intense moment, it just grows out of you. Patience grows out of you. Love grows out of you. You don't ever have to ask because it comes out of you. And when it comes out of you, people will see that and they will come into the shadow under your tree because it, 
it looks like heaven. So the Lord gave me a thing yesterday. I was driving to Seguin um, to go to the dentist and, you know, I was just praying and, you know, asking the Holy Spirit, you know, we were talking and um, there are some things that in my life I have been trying to change and control and always complain to the Lord, like, why is this happening? Why? Like, why can't this person change or why are they living this way? Like I wouldn't, why, like that's so, like if you're a Christian, like why would you want to live that way? You know, and I just, you know, I wasn't saying it then, like in my, you know, in my life, that's how I would pray sometimes. I was tired of a certain person in my life um, and the way that they did things, I was tired of it and I wanted things to change. And the Lord revealed to me yesterday, you know, he said, or I'm sorry, I keep the Holy Spirit. It's the same thing. The Holy Spirit began to reveal to me saying, how about you change those things in your life? How about you change the way you do things? You walk in joy. You walk in peace, patience, and kindness. Walk those out in your life, even when this person isn't walking those things in their life. And you continue to see the same thing. Walk those, walk patience and love in your life towards that person. And I guarantee you, they will see that change in you and that'll affect them to want to change. And I was like, wow, that is so good. You know, I'm, I know, I know this, I know it. But when the Holy Spirit tells you in that moment when you're vulnerable, it means the world. It's a game changer. So that's what I've realized. And it it says right here, it says, and then people come into the shadow of your tree because it looks like heaven. When you attract, when you walk your life in patience, love, and kindness, you exhibit that. That's who you are. The people that you've been praying for change will see that in you and they will come into the shadow of your tree because it looks like heaven. It looks like Jesus. It'll change everything, y'all. It'll change everything. It'll change the way that you live your life. You will begin to start seeing things change. That was a huge revelation for me yesterday. Instead of me continuing to complain about why this person hasn't changed, how about I change some things in my life? Walk out those things that I want to see changed in that person. And when they see that in me, they will change themselves. I mean, I hope that makes sense to everybody because it really did for me. I was like, Lord, thank you, Jesus. This whole time it was sitting right in front of me. And I was just like, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because that was that was a huge revelation for me. So, like I said, I mean, like she said, you know, instead of crying out to God in a really intense moment, it grows out of you. And then people come into the shadow of your tree because it looks like heaven. It's so good. It is so important that I give my life to falling in love with the Trinity, that every part of my life leaks out the goodness of God. It goes back to what I just said. Every part of my life leaks the goodness of God, because I have made it important to live my life, to fall in love with Father, Son, Holy Spirit. 
so that it will leak out the goodness of God. People will see that. They won't see me. They'll see him. They'll see heaven through me. So that's, for me, that's just another game changer. It's so important that I dedicate my life to falling in love with Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Because that's what he's called me to do. That's what he called us to do, is to live out that life in love. With falling in love with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So Melissa Hessler said one thing that I, another thing that I took out of the podcast that I thought was really cool. She says, long for a moment that is so rooted and grounded in true nature of what the cross is all about. That when we begin to sing about the glory and the goodness of God, that the whole earth stands up and says, yep, that's true. She said something about, you know, she was so tired of people saying, you know, no, that's hypocritical. Christians are so hypocritical. And how many of us are tired of hearing people of the world say that? But why are they saying that? Because they see Christians that they know go to church in a sports bar drinking. Or they see a Christian that they know goes to church in Walmart and doesn't say hi to them. I know it is so hard for us to have to live a life that is pleasing to God, but we also have to live a life that's, that, is, that, that shows the reflection of Jesus. It is hard sometimes. That's a lot of pressure on a lot of people. But we have to long for the movement to be rooted and grounded so that people will notice that. We are being watched every move we make. We are pastors, preachers, evangelists. They're not the only ones that are being watched. If you're working, you know, if you work and you're around unbelievers, they are watching you. You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, your kids are watching you. You are being watched all the days of your life. And people are always saying, you know, she's hypocritical. Why is she singing on that stage? I, I, I saw her at a sports bar the other night, and yet here she is on the stage singing about the goodness of God. So is that what that looks like? Am I allowed to, <coughs> excuse me, am I allowed to, you know, this is believer mindset. Am I allowed to, I'm still allowed to drink and still go to church? Is that what, what, what it looks like? And so for me, and what I think Melissa Hessler is saying in this moment is, we have to become obsessed of living the good life. We have to reflect Jesus and everything that he's done so that people can stand up in the earth and say, yes, that is true. Everything that we sing about, the glory and the goodness of God, that the whole earth will stand up and say, yes, that's true. We have to live a life rooted and grounded in the Holy Spirit so that people, when they watch us, when unbelievers watch us, they will say, yes, I watched her. I watched him. That is true. That's the true goodness of God. That's true. We have to get to that point. I know a lot of people are always like, oh, it's not my conviction. But that's another story. 
we've got to get to the point to where we have got to show the goodness and the truth of the Lord. And that's walking in the Holy Spirit and everything that he has for us. Learn to let the Lord prune you. If you do not know Jesus, you will question his motives always. And that is true. And I said this earlier. Um, there was a, a time in my life where I didn't, and like I said before, I didn't really know who Christ was in my life. I loved him. I know that I loved him. I know that I wanted him in my life, but I didn't know who he was or who he said I was in his life. And because of that, I always questioned his motives, always. I always said, why, Lord, why? Like, why is this happening? Why am I not doing this? Why do I have to go here? Why is this happening in my life? And I had to come to the point to realize that it wasn't about me and what I wanted. This wasn't my life to live. It was his life. And when I became, when I come to that realization of knowing who he was in me, my whys became, what now? What now, Lord? What are we going to do now, Father? I'm ready. Instead of questioning what, why he was doing what he was doing, come to him and say, what now, Father? I know you're, doing, you're working all things out for my good. What now? And, and how do we get to that point? We have to walk in the Spirit every single day. We have to ask the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us to show us who we are in Christ. And we won't ever question his motives. Worship in its truest and purest form lifts the heavy yoke. And we have the opportunity to show what the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit really look like. As worship leaders, and now I haven't really spoke on worship leading in this podcast, but I take this in as, you know, right now I'm speaking to the worship leaders. We have the opportunity to show what Father, Son, and Holy Spirit really look like. But we have to know what he is really like in order for us to show that to people when we sing. It goes back to singing what we believe. We have to become obsessed with the true nature of Jesus, the Father and the Holy Spirit. And, and, I, and I said this earlier, you know, when I began the podcast, I, I came to the realization that I needed the Holy Spirit more in my life, so I became obsessed What does that mean? I became obsessed. I was diving into my word. I was trying to find every little thing there was to know about the Holy Spirit and how I can activate him in my life. I became obsessed. We need to do that as believers so that we can live this life with the Father because that is the life he's called us to live. Jesus died on the cross so that the Holy Spirit would come and live inside of us. That changes everything. Game changer when he comes when the whole we ask the holy spirit to come and live inside of our life it changes everything everything we view everything everything that we the way that we used to view things the way that we acted upon things he changes everything literally i am attest to that i used to react in anger when my husband did something that i didn't like i reacted in anger i gave him a piece of my mind i told him how i felt I told him how he was acting. You never, you don't ever, you can't ever. Ladies, let me give you some advice. Please take those words out of your vocabulary when you're talking to your husband. Can't ever, ever, never, won't. That was one thing that um, 
when Chase and I had marital counseling, that was one thing that my pastor gave me. He said, take that out of your vocabulary. She said, take that out of your vocabulary because it's true. You, okay, so, I mean, that's how I was with him. I would always say, you can't ever do this. You never do this. Blah, blah, blah. I would always tell him how, how I felt. I gave him a piece of my mind. And when I began to ask the Holy Spirit to wreck me, to help me walk in peace, walk in joy, walk in faithfulness, instead of going and telling my husband, why aren't you doing this? Like, why can't you come over here and hang out with us? Or why are you doing this? Instead of doing that, I walk in joy and peace. And I, what does that look like? Walking in peace. Instead of going in there and starting an argument, I just, you know, tell him, hey, why don't you come hang out? You know, or why don't you, why don't, you know, can you do this for me, please, babe? Like, I would love it if you could do that. And they respond better when you ask in peace because it brings peace. It, when there's peace in the home, it's the best feeling you could ever have. So, like I said, he has changed me from the inside out. And ha- am I perfect? No. Like, there are times where I, I do continue. Like, I have went in and started an argument because I wanted to start an argument after I've asked the Holy Spirit, you know. And after I'd done it, the Holy Spirit was like, did that make you feel okay? Did that make you feel good? And, of course, I'm like, thanks. No, it didn't make me feel good. It made things worse. Because... Ultimately, we have to stop trying to do things our way and do things the way that the Father asks us to do them. And He asks us to walk in peace every single day of our lives. So like I said, the Holy Spirit changes everything. It's a game changer. He changes every aspect of your life. And you will see it when you, when you really, really, really ask Him into your life. You will see the changes in your life. Um, here's another tidbit that Melissa Hessler said that I thought was amazing. Um, She said, and I want to end with this because I, I, I know that I've gone a little long today. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be short, but um, I want to leave you with this. And um, I'm going to say a few things after, but she said, if we really know him, him as in the Holy Spirit, we will echo him. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me start over again. If we really know him, him as in Jesus, we will echo him, follow him, resound in his truth. And then a generation will not get caught up in our sound, but in the sound and the brightness of his glory. It will overtake us and they will see him. I'm going to say it again. If we really know him, we will echo him, follow him, resound in his truth. And then a generation will not get caught up in our sound, but in his sound. And the brightness of his glory will overtake us and all they will see is him. Wow. Heavenly Father, I just come before you right now in the name of Jesus and I thank you. For your Holy Spirit. I thank you that when you died on that cross, you gave us a gift. 
and that gift was the friendship of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that the Holy Spirit, I, ask, I thank you that when we ask the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and fully wreck us, I thank you that it will be a game changer. That we will be so rooted and grounded in your spirit that we will see your glorious works in our life. And that we won't only see it, but other people will see it in us, Father. They will see you in us. We won't ever get caught up in trying to control things in our life, Father, but we will learn to walk in your love and your joy and your peace. Father, take everything out of our lives that does not belong in our lives that is hindering us to walk in the Spirit. And as you are pruning us, Father, I thank you, Father, that we will plant seeds of goodness, faithfulness, kindness, love, joy, peace, gentleness, and self-control. And I thank you as we begin to plant those seeds in of our lives, Father God, that they will begin to overflow out of our lives. Thank you, Father, that we are obsessed with your spirit. Thank you that we will cultivate a friendship with the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we welcome you into our lives. Zero resistance, Holy Spirit. Zero resistance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope this encourages you. I hope you become obsessed with building a, and or cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I cannot wait to hear the things that God is doing in your life through the Holy Spirit. Thank you guys. And um, we'll see you again. Bye-bye.